Hey everybody, welcome to another spectacular edition of the AroundTable.ca podcast. I'm your knight in shining armor, Phil, the, one of the, the hosts. We got our other knights, Mr. Dino, my brother, uh, Stephen, and Grandmaster Johnny, which has been known as the Master of Mesh, apparently. Grandmaster of Mesh and Dragons. And Dragons. How did I get into that, that situation? It's <laughs> a whole other story <laughs> and a whole other podcast. It's, it's X-rated, so forget about it. So this is our fifth episode, and uh, the topic this week um, is one of our... It's the first of probably many top ten that we're going to do uh, along the line, along in time. This one is going to be our top ten rock albums. So, um, Stephen, if you want to, you can start with uh, number one on the list. Okay, so number one on our list was Van Halen, 1984. It's always a go-to album for me. Um, I know there was reluctance upon its release when we heard about synthesizers being used on a Van Halen album. But the minute we heard Jump, I think everybody felt rest assured that it's going to be a great album, and it was. You had the classics... Uh, Jump, Panama, Hot for Teacher, I'll Wait, which uh, was co-written by uh, Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers. Just a little tidbit there. It's a great album, um, regardless of synthesizers being ad- added onto the album. Um, it's always a go-to for me. I think it's Van Halen's one of their... If it's their last, if it was their last album with Roth, I had no problem with it because he ended it up on a high note. And it was a great album. I still play it to this day. I love it. And um, it, for me, it's it's always going to be on a top 10 list or on a playlist somewhere. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's the same. It's the same. Um, it's one of those albums that's... Some people will say that's a little synthesizer uh, friendly. But uh, you can go through each... You know, if you look at every song on the album... Each and every one of them can be on a greatest hits album. The each one of them is is either better than the next. The only one maybe that could be is the 1984, the first song, which is like an in, an intro. Yeah, that hasn't that hasn't aged too well. I think that's but, the only but, one really. But anything else like Jump, Panama, Drop Dead Legs, Yeah, Girl Gone House Bad, of Pain, Girl Gone Bad. Yeah, it it each and every one of them. If you want to listen to an album. The way that the best way I can describe this is, you know, when back in the day, uh, when we used to would actually record and uh, you know listen to an album through a tape in our tape decks in our Walkmans, you would try You're and listen to an album. Hey, You're aging yourself, Malcolm. Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> we uh, all just turned twenty-one, and it's all good. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, I'm freaking out. I was like, I'm like, want to go to the store right now and go shopping. I'm amazed. I'm freaking out. Um, the way the way that I would say is, if you wanted to listen to an album that you didn't have to fast forward or you didn't want to listen to like songs that are you would dread listening, this is an album that I would listen to because every song on there is amazing. It's great. So agreed. So for, for me, this is uh, it's on my list as well, and it's I, I really really liked it. Dino? Yeah, it's a, it is a classic uh, album and it's and you're you guys are right. It aged very well. You listen to it today and I still play it and uh, you know songs like Panama and 
they're they're just they age very well and and all the songs are great on it. So yeah, it's on the top uh, on the top ten list. That's for sure. Johnny, well, look, I have to. I'm the last guy. And I have to agree with everything you said. And I remember that that time when that came out, they they called it California rock because it was very perky, very sunny, very lively. If you look at Jump and Pamina. You don't you think of sun, clear skies? You, you, it's an uplifting uh, album, and that's and, and personally that's what I love about it. You listen to that you go to the gym, example, you listen to it somewhere. You want you you want to um, put some sunshine in your life. You put that album. <laughs> it's amazing. You you it wakes you up, and uh, no that, that's hands down no problem. That's all for me. I've enough said. I talked enough. So basically. So basically, consensus. It's a, oh, good, yeah. it's a good album. It's it's a good album. Yeah, yeah. All right. So next one on our list. Okay, we have Zeppelin Four. It's been called Zoso. It's been the untitled album. It's been called Everything Under the Sun. There is no title per se. Um, for me, it's the Holy Grail of rock. It's the album that I base every rock album against. It is the album that has that fuses hard rock, folk, blues. It has everything. You have Black Dog, Rock and Roll, Stairway to Heaven, Going to California, you name it. It has everything going for it. And for me, it's one of the albums that has lasted the test of time. I can listen to it almost every day. And there's going to be something that I'm going to go, hmm, wow, that's pretty good. From the drumming to the guitar playing to the bass playing to the vocals, there's swagger, there's blues, there's everything on there. All in one, it's a smorgasbord of an album, and like I said, it is it is the holy grail. It is Mount Olympus of rock, and that's on the top of it, and that's where all rock albums are based upon and judged against, in my opinion. Yeah, I I I I agree with that, and also with 1984 and Led Zepp, although it's those are albums that came out on vinyl. Um, I think uh, quality over quantity was is what goes big here. So there's only eight tracks for Led Zepp for um, yeah. essentially. Um, unfortunately, <coughs> you know, Stairway to Heaven's been like it's a great song, but it's been overplayed on the radio a lot. Um, to a certain extent, Black Dog as well. But if you look at the Battle of Evermore, Misty Mountaintop, uh, Four Sticks. Every song on here is amazing. It's great. Um, a lot of people, along with Led Zepp too, uh, would say it's one of the two top, you know, first he hard rock, heavy metal type of type of albums. And um, I think this is a, you know, when we're saying that classic mm -hmm. uh, rock is dying, like we 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 <coughs> we talked about last time. Um, everyone will always refer to a, the classic rock album. Led Zeppelin Four is one of those albums. Agreed. De Agreed. Deanster. Yeah, the this is another album that aged very well. You listen to listen to it today, and it's just great. Everything like uh, Steve said there. It's a really good com complete album that touches you know touches rock, touches folk. Um, that there's not much more you could say about it and the fact that it's today those songs are still being played on on the radio uh the stairway to heavens and the the black 
dogs and all that stuff. Uh, I think it's just great. Uh, Johnny, what do you think? I'll say one thing. Look, if no other group ever touches, they never take a song from Led Zeppelin and try to remake it because they know it's perfectly well done. Led Zeppelin, the only thing I can't stand about them is because they stay, like, I would love them to have another 10 years more. Like, the, their career ended too early. They were amazing. Like, every song sounded different. Everything is beautiful. The vocal core with the instruments in the back was perfectly aligned. Uh, the, like, there's a and I love blues more than jazz. So, that to me, that's why I love Led Zeppelin more because there's a lot of deep blues in there. And every, you can, like, look, think of it. We're talking about old technology taping, and you're every instrument to a T. It's perfection, incredibly perfect. To me, like, look, the top 10 is not in order. Like, we agree that these, are, these yeah. are top 10 in different orders. But Led Zeppelin, they took the charge of rock and roll. They put it on a mantle. And nobody, for my opinion, can ever can touch Led Zeppelin. They're number one. They're 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 in the peak of the, of the mountain of rock and roll, and nobody. I don't see nobody can surpass them at all. And and they had a short career. What happened? If they had a long career. They'll be untouchable. Now the Led Zeppelin, hands down, you can put one, two, three. Where put any Led Zeppelin you want to put in there, and I'll agree with them big time. Yeah, and that uh, it's a testament to. I know there's there's a few detractors out there that say that you know they stole some of their ideas and stuff, but in general, if you listen to um, all their albums, that it, it's pretty. Um, they're all. It's a pretty awesome body of of uh, of work that they've done. Who doesn't steal somebody's other? Oh uh, well, yeah, exactly. Or, or get or get inspired. Exactly. They heard it, but then they they then they think they heard it in their own dreams. You know something. Yeah, happens, exactly right? for sure. But the thing, like, like Zeppelin, you, if you listen, every song doesn't sound alike. And that's what I like about yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. And their ballads are really amazingly beautiful, orchestrated ballads. And when they real rock song, you, your body and your blood goes crazy. You want to dance for stupidity because the song move, moves you. No, Led Zeppelin, no problem in the top 10. All right, so Led Zepp is the gold standard for rock. Oh, Next. Yeah. Next. Um, number three, we have Band on the Run from Paul McCartney and Wings. Um, you know, it's his biggest seller, it, and that's not a surprise. I mean, you had Band on the title track, Jet. Um, I think there's, what is it, uh, Bluebird, Let It Roll, 1985. It's just an album that's another one that you can play from back to front, and everything can be a hit. Anything that would have been released would have been a hit. It was made under, you know, uh, from what I hear, uh, a lot of the band members left. McCartney was alone with his wife yeah. and one other member to make this album. That it got made and it's that good shows the testament of McCartney's resolve, his talent, his drive. I mean, the guy could have called it quits after the Beatles and he, he came out with another masterpiece, in my opinion. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those albums that you can play from beginning to end and don't get bored. Uh, Dino, let's uh, let's go to you next. Well, besides the fact that it is a great album, like you said, uh, all the way through, for me it's more you know nostalgia in the sense that when I was a kid, I used to listen to Band on the Run with my uncle, and you know when we used to go and see him, and it always stayed along through all the years. You know that was always 
the album that we always listen to and the fact that some of the songs are still being played today like a bit like led zeppelin before uh it just proves it's one indication that uh it's one of the greatest albums out there so what do you think um along the same lines i think i'm nine years younger than you but um, <laughs> yeah put pressure yeah but because we had this the the album been on the run i think has been played so often on our record players that i think it 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 warped <laughs> with the years and it started skipping a little bit more <laughs> um it's just it's i i think i i heard this album before i heard a beatles album a full beatles album um my personal favorite on here um is not been on the run or jet <laughs> it's uh let me roll it and yeah, and no one. and no words um yeah. but you can take each and every one of them even picasso's last words drink to me if you take you know any one of these songs they can be they're still relevant today and they're still good today they're timeless um you can put this on a brand like if i take um i don't know mamunia and have somebody now having an acoustic version of this it would fit in fine right so um yeah i think this is a a, a great album a classic album and um i knew i know for me and probably dino as well um it does have that nostalgia feeling um for for us so yeah that's uh, that's my take on it johnny i for myself i remember the first time i heard bad on the run on the radio i was at my father's cafe and i go wow rock is because that time with disco was strong was getting was was very known too mm -hmm. go look even rock is doing mixes and the guy goes no what do you mean there's three songs in this one here because that's one song i goes he goes bad on the run he goes yeah that's three songs. That that's not three songs. It was, no, it's one song. So for me, that's a wow factor. That Palmer Carthy was able to make one amazing song like easy, that if he wanted to, he's so talented, he could easily make Band of the Run into three different different songs easily. But he made it into one song. That's how much that's how much material he has. So for me, for myself, Band of the Run song itself, like the Jet was good. But Band on the Run, I was impressive because it was like, there's, for myself, there's three songs in there. And that's how talented the guy is, Palmer County is. So I was I was impressed by his, his writing, his, his song, song writing and then his, his instrumental. No, it's very, it's very, he's very, he's very talented. Like, it shows Palmer County, it, to him it shows the Beatles, like, he, he was also the, one of, the, he was a big part of the Beatles. So he proved himself just doing what he did. And that's it for me. And I agree with what you guys said before. But the Battle of the Run, yeah, impressive song, big time, of the album. All right, so it's another classic album. Um, as per the Around Table, official aroundtable.ca standings. Uh, all right. Except no substitutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, next one on the list. Um, we have News of the World. Does anybody want to go first? Uh... No, because uh, which one is that? It's from Queens. Queen. From Queen? Yeah. That's another clock. I could go first. I mean, go. Uh, go for it. Uh, News of the World, Queen. That's another classic album that we used to listen to on the old record player over and over and over again. 
and the same the same has been on the run and it's it just came part of our listening routine and and it is a great album uh the songs on there are just simply amazing and they they still s stick out today they still are great like every other queen uh song but uh that's it what do you think philip i'm gonna go second because uh, i want to i don't before you guys steal all my words and everything because <laughs> queen i just remember when i was young chom didn't want to play queen because they didn't consist them as as a rock band and they had to prove themselves and now if you look at chom right now that's the only that's the one of the group they play every time it's also in the top 10 list so it shows that uh, that queen broke the mold of what rock is i mean they had uh, orchestra an opera voice that's uh orchestras in the back i mean the guy he broke all the barrier what really rock was and that's why queen is what they are because they 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 broke the mold of what what rock is so for me they deserve to always be in the top 10 that's it i have to say that 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 chum was against against queen go for it philip yeah go. all right um i have to admit this is one of those albums that grew on me over time and i think it's it's becoming rarer and rarer where you have an album that you listen to it once you listen to it twice listen to it three times and then you drop it and then a year later you pick it up again and you're like oh i started liking this song now right and yeah. this is one of those i don't think it's their best album, personally. I think A Night of the Opera is is, is better, in my opinion. But there, you cannot deny We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions, for sure. Uh, they're classics on their own. Uh, but with the years, I actually have an appreciation for Sheer Heart Attack and Fight from the Inside and Get Down yeah. Make Love. Um, it's it's And it, it is true what, what uh, Johnny was saying is um, there, I always felt for a very long time, Queen was an underrated big group. Like everybody would talk about the Rolling Stones, the Beatles and every, and then you, to me, Queen f should be in that category as well. Um, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody to me is one of the best songs ever written. Um, and especially got, uh, everybody learned about it in Wayne's world yeah. <laughs> 20 years later, Bad but, way, huh? <laughs> but, but it's one of those groups where you can pick each and every one of their groups, uh, their albums, and you can always pick at least four or five songs from each album that are awesome and great and classics. Um, their greatest hits, they have like, I think there's uh, two, three albums just of hits Yep. Um, and that speaks volumes to to the group themselves. One of the best frontmen of all time. Um, you know, his his voice on "We Are the Champions" is is bar none. Um, yeah. And with the backing of all, you know, Brian May and everyone uh, everyone in the group, um, I think if you would have asked me maybe twenty years ago if this was my in my top ten, I would probably say no. But now that I've listened to this album numerous times, I can say, yeah, you can you can put it in the top ten. It's you have to have grow. For me, I had to grow an appreciation for it, and I I do have it now. Steve, 
Um, I think most of you guys, uh, we're on agreement. I think Queen is, no matter how big they got, they're still underrated. And it's unfortunate. I think it's one of those few bands that there's no weak member. John Deacon is an amazing bass player and songwriter. Roger Taylor can sing and play drums. Brian May can play guitar and sing. And Freddie Mercury, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind, one of the best rock singers in the history of the world. Uh, the guy commands your attention easily. Uh, News of the World is one of my favorites. I, I like so many Queen albums because they're all so versatile. And News of the World offers, you know, I mean, we have We Are the Champions, We Will Rock You. Uh, uh, I like lately, I've been, I've been rediscovering Spread Your Wings and uh -huh. It's Late. Um, you keep finding something new because they don't just do rock. They do everything else with it um they seem to have no weak point they can go from disco to rock to metal and and back on a flip of a coin and it seems to be effortlessly done these guys embody music and this is just another album that showcases that and um, for me there's no doubt it should be on anybody's top 10 list or top 100 list anywhere any queen album you can pick one it has to be up there. These guys are just amazing. And I think they're still underrated to this day. And um, I can't say anything else, but News of the World is one of those one of my favorites. I love it. Uh, also, Night of the Opera, I agree. There, there's so many. But this one is, is another great one, and it should be on the list. So I endorse it. And there's nothing else you can say, but, you know, it's amazing. They got the Steven stamp of approval. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Watch out, Billboard. That's it. Forget Billboard. Thumbs the roundtable list counts as, as everything. Queen is going to ramp up the, the sales. All right. Next. Next, I have Purple Rain by Prince. Who wants to go first? Silence. Yeah. I'll go. Johnny go first. Go. Okay, Purple Rain. I used to remember that was the time when it came out to the movie and everything. I loved also Purple Rain because I loved also the movie that was in the group called The Time. And everything in there, it's, it's look, think of it. It's like rejuvenating. You want, you love life. You, like even though the, the the dark and the bad, there's everything about it. You love it. And that's, and, and I remember I always comparing to Prince with Jimi Hendrix when that time, because it's guitaring, playing, and everything. It was like, look, you, you gotta admit it. If you, that's when you say, okay, is Prince really a pop singer or is he a rock singer? You don't know no more because he plays rock, but it's pop, and you freaking try and figure it out. It's instrumental, like, and every song doesn't sound the same. He's he, like he's talented big time, you know. And I, oh, I kind of I love it. Now, top ten, different story, but easily, easily top twenty, easily for me. Uh, uh, Purple Rain, yeah, he deserves it. It's just to tell people how talented Prince was creating all those kinds of music, all the different music. Sounds and instruments that, that you haven't heard for a long time. That's it for me. Who wants right. next? Do you know? Well, I th I think Prince at that point when it came out, it's the album that put him on the on the map. I think like officially, I know he was successful before, but with the movie and the soundtrack, it uh, I think it, it propelled him into stardom. Basically, the the album is great from beginning to end, and uh, all their songs are still playable. It all the songs aged very well. 
I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I agree. I think uh, you know the that's basically it. <laughs> Philip, what do you think? Um, you know, it's, there's there's very few albums out there where you can say the soundtrack is bigger than the movie. Oh yeah, the movie sure. itself. That's a good point. Yeah, the the movie itself. Let's be honest, was not great. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a B movie. Um, it's it's not a great movie by any means. However, he did create. You know, the songs were implement uh, were also part of the movie back when soundtracks were actually soundtracks. Um, and to be honest, it's aged really, really well. You know, when doves cry and purple rain on their own are amazing songs and you can pick up this album. Um, you know, in general, this would be on a top 10, regardless if it's a soundtrack or not. Is it a rock album? There are rock aspects to it. Um, I think it sounds more eighties than, than the other ones that we've done. Like if you listen to Led Zepp or you listen to, I know Ben on the run, you can't really say it's a product of their time. However, when you listen to to this, it doesn't take away from the, the album itself. It's a really good, it's a really good album. Um, there's classics on there, um, but it's it's it sounds a little bit more '80s than, you know, it, it is part. It, it does sound like it came out of 1984, <laughs> um, but it is a great album, and I actually uh, I, I like it, and it, I think it does deserve its its. Uh, it's placed in a, in a top 10 rock albums. Steve? Uh, Prince has always been a favorite. Uh, Purple Rain is the album that put him on the map, without a doubt. I mean, um, it's sold millions. It's still played today. People want to hear it. Um, you know, it's one of those albums for me, the first time I put it on, hearing him speak about, you know... Um, Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today and talk about this thing called life. You kind of stepped back and said, this is not going to be your regular pop album. This is something different. And he was. I mean, he he brought in funk. He brought in R&B. He brought in pop. He brought in rock. He is, you know, he is Jimi Hendrix, Freddie Mercury, the Beatles. He's everything in one. And this is the album that just brought everything together and made it accessible to the masses, and it worked. I mean, Purple Rain, you know, is an amazing song to this day. When Doves Cry, it's the first song that not to have a bass in it, and still sounds amazing. Um, you know, Let's Go Crazy, a minute-long guitar solo. Where do you hear that nowadays? Mm-hmm. Um, Darling Nikki, a song about masturbation. I mean, you never. I mean, you heard every every possible emotion on an album. All in one, in nine tracks, and it's on there. And it's every gamut of emotions available to mankind is on there. From God to sex to to masturbation, you name it, it's on there. And he does it. Like Queen, effortlessly, he goes from one topic to another, to a genre to another. And it's a classic, without a doubt, in my opinion. And it should be, you know, uh, is is it his best? No, I think he has others that are much better, but it is an album that got him on the map. And for me, it has to go on a list just because it has touched a generation. It's still good today, and it resonates with the fans 30 years later. 
And then that's all, all right. I got to say. All right. So Prince is a good guy. <laughs> Let's go crazy, guys. Let's go crazy. Let's go crazy. <laughs> all right. Uh, next on the list. So this is would be number six. Well, we just no. did it. We did oh, it. We're at number seven. seven. Number seven, yes. We have Kiss Revenge. Who would like right. to go first? Yeah, Steve, go first. Go first? Okay. Uh, Kiss Revenge. Um, I think it's underrated uh, just because, A, they didn't wear makeup, so a lot of fans didn't follow through with this album. Again, um, Mercury Records didn't promote it enough. You had finally Gene Simmons putting up his best material in a decade with Unholy, Domino, uh, Thou Shall Not. Um, these are just amazing tracks. Um, a band at this point in Juxture shouldn't release an album this damn good, this relentless. It's, it's an album that came out of nowhere. I am so impressed. If anybody thought Kiss was just four guys and makeup and a light show, put this on. And, and be amazed. I think it's just an album that's amazing. From back to front, it's another one. Uh, I think Paul Stanley brought in arguably the best ballad in their career. Uh, it's pretty up there with Beth. I think Every Time I Look at You is is a classic. It should have been a number one hit, and it got overlooked, and it's that's a crime. Um, you know, Take It Off, Heart of Chrome, I Just Wanna... Um, Again, there's. I don't think there's a bad track. I, maybe just. Um, I think the last song I forgot. Radio. Car, no car. Car jam. No, car. No, that's even good. Um, Paralyzed from Gene Simmons is not okay. my favorite. I think yeah. that's the only. It's not a bad song, but compared to the rest, it's not as strong. Car jam is a great tribute to Eric Carr. Yeah. Who died, uh, unfortunately, and couldn't be on the album. Um, but you know what? It's it's a great album. I, I don't see why people have a hard time with this. Is it just because of the makeup is not on? I You know, I hate to tell you, the makeup didn't write the songs. It's the guys who wear it. Um, you know, your preconceived notions got to go out the window. A good album is a good album is a good album. And bar none, this one could be the best Kiss album, one of the best Kiss albums of their catalog. Uh, without a doubt, and um, that's my opinion on it. Yeah, it's one of the it, it's the and I, and I see it with my, my with my buddies and my friends. Kiss has this weird, I don't know, stigma to it for some reason. A lot of people remember Kiss for you know uh, rock and roll all night, um, you know all the party anthems and the sex charged lyrics. And it's as if for there's a long period of time where there's there's not a lot of people that got into Kiss. Like yeah, you had the Kiss Army, and there's a period of time where there were no new Kiss fans, or it seemed that way. And the old fans were kind of like, well, there's no makeup, and we we don't like these guys. Um, and this is one of and it's it falls I think personally it falls similar fate as Carnival of Souls. Because Carnival of Souls, um, it 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 wasn't promoted. It wasn't you know, um, it it wasn't pushed at all. And there's really good songs on this particular album. Um, Unholy is one of their their best their best songs. Domino as well. Um, Heart of Chrome. Um, it's it's really a good album. 
I'm not sure I would put it as the best Kissed album, but then again, <coughs> the best Kiss album are usually the Alive albums, <laughs> which is are are pretty much you know, uh, um, they're pretty much greatest hits. In terms of a studio album, I think this is one of their their good ones. It, it, it's really good from top to bottom. There's a few songs that I not I still haven't gotten into them after all these years, but. Um, but I think it's it's a good enough album, and in the Kiss catalog, it's one of the good ones. Anybody else? Oh, go for it. Uh, I I became a, a rock bloomer very late, and one of the, when I started started loving rock was with the Cult and all this kind of Billy Idol and all this kind of thing. And uh, so when I was the, uh, was buying, I seen Kiss Revenge. I go oh, without makeup and everything. I bought it. I fell in love with the, the, the whole CD. I loved it, especially "Thou Shall Not" and "Every Time I Look at You." The the lyrics are very good. You they got more darker. They got more. They they talk more of something. If you look and listen to their old songs, it was more a rebellious rock group. You do they they stay with it. But this one here, it was more. There's there's more of a story to what they're saying. And after after this, I go okay, my God, Kiss is amazing. So I I started backtracking all Kiss CDs, and for me, nothing surpassed Revenge. It's because the other Kiss songs they sound alike, and Revenge for me, the reason I love it, it sounds different compared to all the other Kiss songs, and every song sounds different, and every lyrics has a beautiful going with it, like Thou Shall Not, love it. He's telling the priest because we were both going to see each other in hell because you think you're better than me, you know. And then the example, like every time I look at you, it's a beautiful song, love song, that he regrets the past that he did, that he that he that he broke up with somebody, and he's still thinking about it, and he wasn't ready that time, and now he's ready, but it's too late. The, I mean, every song in there, the lyrics are, for me, it's to for me, it's the best Kiss album that ever came out. Dino. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you guys. I mean, the Revenge is one of their better their better studio albums out there. Um, and yes, it, this is I, I I agree with Philip that it's in the same category as uh, Carnival of Souls, where it wasn't really promoted and properly, you know, to to the max like the other albums. Uh, but Kiss went through different uh, phases. Well, phases, I think, not phases, but mini controversies through the, if you look at their history, like in the, in the late 70s when they came out with uh, I Was Made For Loving You, a lot of the rock fans didn't like it because it was, you know, all, it was to geared disco. towards disco, right? Yeah. And then when they took out the their makeup with Revenge, well, that, that was some another controversy because, hey, this was a big thing, you know? Um, so it's as if these albums, like, like revenge went under the radar and uh in my opinion it's a very good album um and it, it does deserve to be on a top 10 rock uh list that we have at a roundtable.ca and probably it's one of the, the, the most underrated uh, cd on the top 10 or album probably I mean, probably, probably one of them all right so that's the show this week hope that you guys liked it um we're going to continue with our list next week um, we didn't go through the top 10 yet. Uh, we're only partly there. 
Um, but if you want to let us know if we missed anything or if there's a uh, one that doesn't belong in our list, let us know. Um, you can send us an email at allaroundtable at gmail.com. You could also look at all of our reviews. We have two, three reviews per week on aroundtable.ca. You can also leave us a comment on Twitter at, at aroundtable, uh, A-R-R with two R's. And you can also like us on Facebook or leave your comments on Facebook at aroundtable.ca. So thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one and uh, talk to you next week. All right. Ciao.